Hello and welcome to the weekly reboot, your regular Friday debrief of things we've heard and seen coming from the Agile community here in Melbourne and beyond. Welcome back, we're back after holidays. And this week, another mini hack, and it was inspired by a Twitter thread that I saw last week. The thread in question suggested that Agile was going to jump the shark because of such malarkey as an HR agility manifesto that someone had created. And you can find that manifesto at www.agilehrmanifesto.org and it goes exactly like this. We are uncovering better ways of developing an engaged workplace culture by doing it and helping others do it. Through this work, we've come to value collaborative networks over hierarchical structures, transparency over secrecy, adaptability over prescriptiveness, inspiration and engagement over management and retention, intrinsic motivation over extrinsic rewards, ambition over obligation. That is, while there's value on the items on the right, we value the items on the left more. So much in the similar vein to the Manifesto for Agile Software Development that was signed back in 2001. So there were a bunch of Twitter replies to this tweet about jumping the shark where people did a bit of taking the piss and eye rolling about it and then a friend of the podcast and a former episode of this season of the weekly reboot interviewee Craig Brown asked a question on Twitter he said I don't get it are you saying HR can't join in the agile movement to which I say of course they can Everyone deserves and is worthy of Agile, and it's not just for software people. We already have plenty of examples of Agility working in other teams and industries, so why hog the Agile goodness only to software delivery teams? In fact, it actually makes me mad, friends. I mean, I try and stay positive about the Agile community, but I have to admit, it makes me angry. In fact, it makes me Lego movie Unikitty levels of rage. Yes, you all need to be more friendly and welcome new friends from other industries into the Agile community. It's not an exclusive club. Anyone can do it. So I decided to create a simple mini hack this week that's about implementing some Agile ideas without being put off or daunted by the opinions of others and without having to think you have to do 100% of everything about Agile ways of working. And I'm not talking here about full organizational agility, which is, of course, a thing that is, you know, putting agility through every part of your organization. I'm merely talking about, say you have a team and it's not a software delivery team and these ways of working appeal to you and you want to start bringing more agility into your work life. How are some simple ways that you could start to try and do that? So here we have four simple ideas and concepts that you can easily and practically include where you can see some real improvement very quickly. And they're easy to apply to many, many examples of small teams that can use them to make their work better. So number one is to implement stand-ups. If you have a weekly meeting that's an hour long, for example, then consider replacing it with five 10-minute stand-ups instead and doing them every day. So you'll have saved 10 minutes from your week of meetings entirely, and you'll feel more in tune every day with what's going on. You'll also be more inclusive to part-timers you might be on your team, or even people that have been off ill and need to get back up to speed. They don't have to wait for another weekly meeting because you'll be touching base every day. You'll naturally be more focused and succinct in your communication because you'll get used to that idea of doing it rapidly and in a time box period of time. And 
You can follow the three templated questions for stand-ups, of course. What did I do today? What am I going to do tomorrow? And what's blocking my progress? And then if you feel like you're nailing your stand-ups, you can drop the template and move to whatever questions or communication mode that you can time box to 10 minutes and works for you. Pretty easy. Second idea is to have a regular retrospective. Now you've heard me bang on about retros before probably, and I'll link to a blog article on retrospectives in the notes because they are, of course, the engines of continuous improvement for teams and anyone can have one. If you want to start small, then don't worry about sprints or having to have sprints or doing it every two weeks. You can try and do it every month if that feels easier, but just start and start improving everything else from that point onwards. So retros are the the place where you can suggest ideas, make changes and add even more practices if you want to. Um, But that's a great way to bring more agility into the way you're working. Number three is to make your work transparent. Start with a simple Kanban that has a three column list, which will be to do, doing and a done column and start tracking tasks across that board as you do them. If you have a stand up as well, then stand up at the board every day. So you're keeping on track with work. Super easy to do. Number four is to use a Kanban board for a specific special project that a team is working on. For example, an HR team might have lots of different work to work on, but a particular push Um, or an initiative to hire 20 new roles into the company. So why not create a backlog item in your to-do column for every one of those roles and move them across the board as you get them placed? You could have extra columns for getting them onboarded into your company as well. A great way to make this important work visible and track how you're going with it. You'll probably start to see patterns emerge where the flow of work is stopped, you know, what's blocking it and why, and what are the common reasons that things are taking more time than you feel like they should. You might think you know these reasons internally or individually, but this with this approach, you'll have increased ability to share your ideas and to actually look at how the work's moving and to share the progress of the work with other people as well. So there are four simple ideas for how to start bringing some agility to your non-software related teams. There are lots of other hacks you can gradually introduce over time. Anything in the weekly reboot podcast list that's labeled a mini hack can be tried. Things like breaking work down, using Pomodoros to time box and defining when a thing is done. But you can try any of these four simple things today to make work better for you. You don't even need to try all of them. Just pick one of them and start there. So, you know, at the time of recording this podcast, you didn't need a license to put more agility into your work. No one owns the exclusive rights on who is allowed to be agile. So don't let anyone tell you that you can only do agile stuff if you work in software. Anyone can use agile ways of working to make their work life better and everyone deserves the opportunity to do that. So please don't anger the kitty. I am Princess Unikitty and I welcome you all to Cloud Cuckoo Land. Thank you for listening to the Weekly Reboot, your regular Friday debrief coming from the Agile community here in Melbourne and beyond. We love to get your feedback, so keep it coming in to rebootme at rebootco.com.au or you can email me alex at rebootco.com.au. Special shout out to a new listener we have this week, Dave. Hi, Dave, and thanks for joining us. I've got a special episode coming up in a couple of weeks. You'll be able to come along to a live recording of the Weekly Reboot podcast. The date for that will be the 22nd of October and we'll bring you more details about that soon or you can follow us on our social media accounts to find out more about that. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Stokes Sandra or you can follow Reboot Co. at the Reboot Co. on Twitter or come to our website www.rebootco.com.au for more ideas, blogs and insights 
or subscribe in your regular podcast app and we'll be back in your ears at 4pm next week. Bye for now.